Welcome to Drinking Bros. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. And welcome to the Drinking Bros podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Lead Slinger's Whiskey. Mm. At night she cries while he rides his steed. <laughs> yeah, the first ever Federal... romance album for dudes. <laughs> dudes. <laughs> the first ever. Federal Resources and North American Rescue. I'm JT and today I'm joined with the one and only Big Dick Daddy Ross Patterson. Yeah. So big. Additionally, I have Matt best i don't i didn't get a big dick it's kind of fucked up well bro you don't got a big dick well i can't just give everybody a big dick that's (laughs) just not fair then everybody's got a big dick you don't have as big of a dick as ross that's true i think it's huge yeah yeah and not everybody gets to have a big dick on the podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) only one big dick at a time we got a big motherfucker though finally yeah the biggest of them all he should be bouncing at the local mall Rocco Vincent Vargas. <laughs> I like that intro. I like that intro. I love that. That was actually outstanding. What's cracking, Ross? We miss your, your beautiful face, brother. God, and my beautiful face is missed. Uh, as always, gentlemen, we're going to start off the evening with what everybody is drinking tonight. Matthew, what are you drinking tonight? So, uh, well, you know, we uh, recently just got into El Paso, so I am taking some sips of lead slingers, which is, you know, that. But I'm getting a Laguntas IPA. Which I'm a f- big fan of the uh, Indian Pale Ale, so I've had this before. But um, yeah, we're we're sipping on some IPA and whiskey. It's a quick way of getting fucked up. Sipping on some scissor up. Sipping on gin and juice, Sip, but not tonight. Sipping on some. Scissor. Nice, Jared. Jared, what are we drinking tonight over there? Uh, actually, Ross, you're gonna love this one. I got some moonshine from a guy in a parking lot this <laughs> evening. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story, man. That is a true story. He, actually, he was so he was so scared about it that he that he requested that Matt just unlock his car and then he would put a paper bag in the car. <laughs> the last time someone came up to me like that, I was giving a hand job in a parking lot. <laughs> Some it was a it was man. a guy named Carl, and you're drinking it out of a sock right now. <laughs> oh, you almost spit it. it. How is that? Is it good, JT? It's fucking delicious. I'm gonna have more. It's much like, more. It's like peach cinnamon moonshine. And because my my floor are getting ripped up tonight. I'm sleeping on the couch with my wife, so I mean, I could just keep going. Oh, oh dude, yeah, that's nonstop. I love couch sex. <laughs> <laughs> and Rocco, what are you drinking tonight? I'm, I'm sure it's something, something Mexican. Is it Corona? God damn it, you caught me. I got myself some Pacifico today, and uh, I don't know why. I just felt being festive. <laughs> so some Pacifico. You see how it is. His, I had to change. Yeah, you see how his accent changes every time he has to say his Spanish word. I got some Pacifico, man. You are like the whitest Mexican I know. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna go get some carne asada. Like well, carne asada. The, here's the thing: if I didn't say it like that, I'd make be made fun of. But if anyone really knew, I don't even speak Spanish, man. It's, <laughs> it's almost like you Google how to be a Mexican, and then you just give these answers. Uh, like what? Yeah, it's, it's, he, he got the being being Mexican for dummies book. All right, Big Dick Ross Patterson, what are you drinking over there? I am the, drinking. The it's called a, a Pinner Throwback IPA. Um, it's another selection from Oscar Blues, the the brewery. They are fucking killing it, and I just keep drinking their shit. I almost feel like I, like they should sponsor Wait, are, me. Like their beer or their actual feces. Both, both. Shit again, Ross. Oh, God. God. Remember that intervention we had to have a (laughs) few months ago? You got to stop drinking the shit, Listen, we caught you with a couple five-gallon jugs (laughs) of the blue stuff. (laughs) 
The blue stuff the in blue the porta shitters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the blue stuff in the porta shitters. God, I hate when that stuff touches your butt. <laughs> oh God, uh, wait, I got uh, I got stuck in the bottom of a porta potty once. Oh no! <laughs> is it is it too late to or early to go down the porta shitter? No, here's the, thing, here's the thing. True story. I actually shit in one of the urinals in a porta john once, just oh, for you asshole. You're, yeah. that, guy. you're yes. that guy. I had to be that guy once in my because life. Because your face in a porta shitter is right next to that urinal. Yeah, it's yeah. so. And just a steamy dump <laughs> yeah. staring at you. No one cleans that shit out. Right? No. Even the guy who's Literally. supposed to clean it just leaves it. He goes, He's nope, like, that's funny. Yep. I don't I don't get paid enough for this. Dude, I remember in Mosul, Iraq, we didn't have any normal bathrooms rock and have at the same time. And they had this like two porta shitters and like you knew it was beat time. You'd, you'd tuck the magazine in the back of your thing. You'd go in there. It was like 120 degrees a day. You'd walk out like looking like, I don't know, you just fucking like what your cousins look like coming yeah. across the fucking river, bro. <laughs> oh, what a shit. Yeah, you're sweating so much it looks like you just finished two Zumba classes. <laughs> Dude, that would make the ultimate meme is just a guy with the shitter door open with the dump in the shitter urinal giving the thumbs up and it says, oh, you want $15 an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to I've got to deal with this shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's fucking I great. love shit stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit stories. Well, I like where we went with this. It's just, just Good that's start. A, that's a good quote. I love shit stories, man. You do, Ro- Rocco. You love a, a good, a filthy shit story or a, or a raw sex story, like just a disgusting yeah. sex story. Yeah, dude. I don't know what it is. Maybe because the way I was raised in the porn capital of the United States, the San Fernando Valley, man. Like weird porn fucking sex stories are so humorous to me. I love that shit. What, what's like the weirdest story you've heard or indirectly been a, a part of? I heard a story about a guy that was a guy, uh, a guy of course. There's always a guy, and uh, he was dating a girl, and uh, they were having sex in the living room in the mother's uh, fancy white couch area. Yep. And he was fucking her in the ass. Oh. And uh, then all of a sudden, I guess there's an alarm system where you open the door and all of a sudden they go, ding, ding, right? And he realized his mother just came home early from work. Mm. And uh, he pulled out so fast that she shit all over the white oh, couch. dude. Yeah, and he didn't know what to do, right? So supposedly he blamed it on his dog. That's good. And his mother took it right to the pound and got that fucker killed. I had a girl have her oh period God. all over me in an airport parking lot. What the? I was wearing white underwear too so, like <laughs> welcome I- to drinking bros everybody welcome to drinking bros oh, oh yeah we're, we're, yeah welcome to drinking bros. <laughs> wow as she, he, her name was consuelo oh jeez was she Consuel- made consuela no yeah, yeah, she was I from was, nicaragua i think consuelo's a goop a boy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she was consuelo. a boy bro <laughs> oh fuck that was, my, that was his first experience with a tranny <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a period that was post-op surgery bleeding <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, Calm it down, I, No, boy. let's just keep digging. Let's just keep digging that deeper. I feel really like get in I'm it. one of the most fucked up dudes ever, and, y'all, and, and, and I'm having to moderate you fucking <laughs> JT is fat kid crying right now. If you could see him in the studio, fat kid crying. Post-op surgery bleeding. <laughs> YOLO. I, I punctured the flap. Stop, dude, stop. That is so disgusting. You busted his new hymen. You dick. <laughs> he just got that. Yeah, there were still stitches in there. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. Boy. All right. All uh. right. 
Ross, let's take us. Let's talk about something other than post hymen surgery stitches. Man, I, I feel I feel like I need a tourniquet after that story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from North American Rescue tourniquet, cat tourniquet. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's yeah there's also available North for American trannies. Rescue in case you pop a stitch. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure they're going to oh love God. that plug. In case you have the stitch post-op, North American Rescue. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Oh, man. I was going to talk about Cheers. Cheers to oh, that one. Cheers. That's cheers. a cheers That's right a cheer. there. Yeah. That's cheers is when we end a conversation about post-op sex. Well, for the viewers that maybe just be tuning in, cheers. Anytime we say it in the show, we would encourage you to take a sip of your delicious beverage whatever that is yes dr- drinking bros and broettes around the world please please have a sip of whatever you're drinking right now and uh and if you wouldn't mind i i would love to discuss today's world domination goes to adele i just saw oh, the God, numbers right? oh my god Dude. i just saw the numbers on her new cd and yes i'm gonna say cd because she was selling physical hard copies and skip spotify and all that other stuff She's going to be around three million for the opening week, breaking every record Holy there ever shit. was. Yes, bro, Dude, there Jesus. hasn't been a platinum record in a long time. I did the research. No, but here's the thing, man. When you write a song about breakup, everybody gets emotional about that shit, and she she seems to do it every five years. Another song that just hits hard, and this song is one of those ones where where it was. I was listening on the radio, I was talking about how people are going back to their exes and calling them like, "Hey, this song made me think of you," and try and rekindle old fucked up relationships just because. Of her man, she killed it with this song. So since, song? since yeah. Rocco, since they've been keeping track of records since 1991, uh, only one album was was uh, ahead of hers, and it was In Sync's. And she just beat oh, the record. <laughs> she yeah, beat the that, record you know, of In Sync was. The last one NSYNC was Justin. was around on the pink, the peak of C- CD, CD buying. sales. Yeah, 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 it wasn't digital yeah. media at that yeah. point. Oh yeah, the height of it, and it, it was it was Justin Timberlake's last album with In Sync. They sold uh, right around 2.4 somewhere in there, and she's on they pace to smash that. Uh, Fifteen, you know, twenty years later, which is fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I look, think the real question is presented, Ross: Would you, if single, bang Adele? Man, that's a hard one. Uh, she, it's if you're going based on pure talent, there's a lot of people you'd fuck just on on pure talent, where you're just like, man. Huge. I want to be near that talent, though. Like, I think I'd fuck Jordan, too. Or I, I think Amy Schumer. I, I would literally, yeah. Like, you'd have Not to suck. A, no, <laughs> God, no you'd have to lift You're, that one up. Stop it. You're so... What's yeah, wrong with I you? Would, I would definitely... I would I would wife Adele just so she could sing lullabies to me every night, you know? I, yeah, I'd definitely hold her hand walking around the mall. I wouldn't be embarrassed at all. But it's being that like, close to the talent. Yeah, it's being that close to talent, which is crazy. Dude, she's insane, man. And like and like just the way she sings it, it seems like she evokes all those emotions and makes you all emotional and shit, man. I love when she does her shit, dude. So we literally went from talking about tranny scars well, to being if, emotional about if it. If we're now. talking about good music, <laughs> it, I want to is... talk about those two Chinese kids I found. Dude, what is up with those kids? Oh, that was gnarly, dude. Yet? They are insane. They're, it's 10 and 8. The the male is 10, the, the, the girl is 8. So what Jared Taylor is talking about, there was a video that he showed us, and it's of these two kids... Um, are they Chinese? Yeah, well, one's from Hong Kong, one's 
one's Chinese but lives in Canada. The male is okay, and it was like a it was like a reality music thing, like the X Factor or yeah. whatever, like that. Kind of yeah, kind of like America's Mo- Got Talent. They sing kind of a deal. Celine Dion song. It's a duo, and it, it's unreal. Yeah, it, it, they hit every octave. They hit every third. They hit every. It was, it's insane. It makes you want to quit ever trying to sing a song. I, again. I think, I, but I think that in that culture, they love they love karaoke. They have a weird mimicking thing. I watched that Journey documentary. Where the new lead singer is Asian, and they just swapped out oh. Steve Perry, and he's Asian, and it goes on his whole journey. He sounds I- identical to Steve Perry. They found him on YouTube. He's now been fronting the band for like the last five years. They've been on tour all over the world. Dude, that's insane, dude. Growing up in San Fernando Valley, man, there's there's Asians everywhere, and I and you you know Ross, you you spent a lot of time in Los Angeles area. You know, it's karaoke is huge in that culture, man. Huge. I think every single house probably has has a has a karaoke uh, set up in their house. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, we're not saying uh, anything negative about Asians because uh, if you've read my book at night, she cries while he rides the seat. You know, I love the Asian culture. I respect <laughs> it. Those Maybe are some hardworking much. motherfuckers. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they, I mean, they are. Shit, they built us the fucking railroad, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Insert racist comments. Everything. The That's abacus. Not, they really did. All of it. You didn't. They, you they, don't. They, the Irish wrote a lot of songs about them. Because the Irish were working on the fucking railroad, too. That is true. That that is true. And, hey, speaking of singing, uh, Rocco, you post a lot on your Instagram account that you work out to Taylor Swift. Is that that true? (laughs) Yeah, shit. (laughs) Even after the whole, all the Uh, debacles we've been through? Here's the the thing, man. Before, so, shit. There's no way around this. Yes, I work out <laughs> to Taylor Swift. <laughs> what songs are your go-to? Like Blank Space, I'd Dude, imagine. Blank Space. Uh, shake what, it off. What's the one? Just shake it off easy. What's the one? Her and her friend. Were they not so friends anymore? I have no clue. Uh, bad blood. I just have, bad blood. There you go. Bad bad blood. I love bad blood. Dude, trouble, uh, the daughter trouble. listens to it. The wife listens to it. Um, the daughters, both of them. And so it, I can't go away from it. And I, dude, I actually enjoyed that shit until recently. The debacle. That's okay. It's not really her fault. You yeah. can't blame her. You know she did. It's yeah. the label, man. It's the label. We know it since yeah. since we've been dealing with music for Range 15. It's never the artist. It yeah. doesn't matter how much the artist wants to wants to donate their time or anything. At the, at that point, the label owns everything, and they're assholes. Yeah. Yes. So, Ross, let me clarify one thing real quick. So, when I work out, dude, I, I, I don't like to listen to the hardcore rock. I don't like to listen to the... The only other thing I listen to is, is uh, the Hustle Standard. You know, Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard, I love them. They actually uh, made a, a custom song, song for yeah, uh, Rain 15. Yeah. But besides that, I love to I like to make love to those weights, man. And while, while I'm making love to those weights, I like to listen to some uh, romantic music. And uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift, she does it for me, man. I love that music. What's your go-to workout music, Ross? My go-to workout music is, I, I like a lot of old school shit, like a lot of old school hip-hop. So I'll go Nas, Illmatic album. No uh, shit. That's one of the best, best albums ever, dude. It's great. I great know. Call. I know. I'll go uh, Wu-Tang, a lot of old Wu-Tang, and then uh, and then Tupac. I, when something when something pops on where it's like, oh, my mom downloaded Kesha on my iTunes account like six years ago, <laughs> I'm visibly angry about it to the point of like, oh, what the? I mean, it'll, it'll stop the workout. I will drop everything I'm doing and literally just try to find something else. Hard as nails, you know, to work out to. 
Dude, what you mentioned right now is a great time frame of music, though, and that's 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 epic music right there because you're talking all the East Coast that went big, and that's when the East Coast West Coast rap kind of kind of game was was strong, and that right there is epic music, man. So that's I, I, kudos to you on that. I've got a I've got a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's not working out. Oh, we big all know surprise! That. Big sure, big <laughs> shock. <laughs> Jerry, what, what is your guilty my, pleasure of working out? Too? My favorite go-to is uh, a Northern Ireland singer by the name of Kate Rusby. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, I I also love Michelle Branch and Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he does. I'll just I'll just well, throw on some he Michelle Branch. Not, yeah. Okay, so we're, we're, I'll cry for a good twenty. <laughs> we're talking about workout music, not not fucking donut eating music. Oh, well, I, this is what I clean my house to. <laughs> hey, hey, but 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 on that note, you know, yeah, is, what, is that your so, workout? Is that your workout? <laughs> so in, in lieu of working out, you clean your house. Is what you're saying? No, I normally I just hire somebody and I tell them to do it. But it, I mean, I play the music while they're doing it. <laughs> clean you, the you listen to Michelle Branch on the couch and cry, watching them clean your shit, <laughs> hugging a pillow, crying. That's Jared Taylor for you. Yeah. Yes, it's. It, I get winded. I would I would say that uh, the the genre. So so if you think you're you're the old school rapper type of guy, right? That you're saying, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I've worked out with you. You go, you go for the harder shit. You go. It was a lot of metal the, the, the couple times I've worked out with you. I, I I change it up. I go metal. I even put country on sometimes and rap. But so if you're talking about like uh, decades of music, or what would you think your favorite movie time frame was? Because I already know what mine is. Okay, so if we're going favorite movie time frame, I would yeah, because you say like the old school shit because yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. shit was yeah. good. I, you know, I, if we're going movie time frame, I would say eighties. If we're going. <sighs> Hip hop, I would say early '90s because of Tupac, Biggie, all those guys. East Coast, West Coast. Um, are, we, are, if, we, are you a Biggie fan or like a Tupac fan? If you had to pick I'm, one over the other, what would you? Yeah, yeah. Holding a gun in my head, I go Tupac. I go Tupac. Oh, thank, thank God! I, you know you're an East Coaster. I was gonna say, but Tupac, you know, he's he's the man. He had more material too, so I, I think he's got the advantage on that. Where he's got 90 albums that are still coming out year after year, whereas Tupac. I mean, uh, Biggie. He had what three, and then we never really heard anything after that. Rocket, what's your what's your what, what, your? He's saying the '80s for film. What would you be your best, you know, decade for film? Yeah, yeah. bud. I started watching. <laughs> I started, uh, dude. '90s. 90s. Nine. What the fuck came out of the '90s other than a bunch of idle hands, fucking romantic. asshole? Dude, Shut uh, up, Devin Sawa. Dude, I oh, love fuck off. Idle hands, idle hands is a classic. <laughs> dude, you can't even compare to the '80s. You have all the fucking action, co- fucking Commando movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was it was the greatest fucking era the, of the cinematic. 80s, the '80s were the era of just like four syllable dialogue. But they were fucking awesome before CGI and all the other Practical bullshit. Practical effects. Yeah, I mean, Rocco, you, you you could have even said 70s when like Spielberg got it started with with Jaws and all that shit. But instead, you went 90s. I mean, 90s was was the that's the decline. Really, that's like the worst year for movies because at Dude, least when the 2000s the came Santa along, Claus you had like hang out the, the Santa 90s. Claus was amazing. I know oh, these guys are ass. <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with these guys? Idle hands, the Santa Claus. What, What's the voice, Ross, that everybody... In one world, you must Oh, yeah, that, that's when... Yeah, that's when... In a world, one man... We should, no, actually, rise. I'll give it to Rocco, because, like, late 90s, or, or Independence Day, I remember waiting in line for Independence... The, they didn't give you much information on the previews. All it said was ID4. It made you so, like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. So Independence Day is one of your favorite movies, is what you're saying right now. <laughs> no. 
I, I liked it. It was it was a decent Independence movie. Day is great, yeah, but I, I wouldn't say it's my fave. <laughs> but it sounds up there to me because I go. I'm I'm with Matt on this. I go Commando. I go Real Genius from the '80s. Top Gun, Fuck obviously. Yeah. I mean, there's a Fuck the, yeah. you can go all of the Rambo's in that era. You can go almost all the Rockies. Because I Dude, still Predator Rocky came out like the greatest oh, movie of Predator all time. Was Predator was fucking awesome. Like there's yes. no, com- it's the greatest movie of all time. I love the Predator. That was a great. I, movie. I don't know. I think one of the greatest scenes in movie history. And is Top in, Gun uh, for you? No, the Top Gun is actually horrible. If you watch, if you watch the making of Top Gun that was on the Blu-ray that came out recently, and then rewatch Top Gun, you realize how much they fucked up. Oh, um, bite your tongue! Bite your fucking tongue! <laughs> <laughs> I love. And that he, movie well, too. I guess they were Navy pilots. So he's pissed off. No. No, no, no. By 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 all means, like even Bruckheimer says, like we we rewatch this film and it doesn't fucking make any sense. And if you watch it for for straight, almost yeah. even plot, like they went back and filmed the love story between him and and the girl. Like they 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 didn't have that. There's in the nothing wrong with film. reshoots. That happens all the time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> the, the first few times we watched it, we went, ah, this doesn't make fucking sense. Well, first, hey, just mean, I don't, first of all, J- I got Jared, the, that, that was the most we'll passionate ahead. kiss in movie history. The two tongues Boy, touching true. in the silhouettes. Yeah, uh, and the reason why they did the silhouette is because they only had one light and they had one hour to do it. And boom, cinematic justice. Hey, give me some answers here. So I'm not very good with the timelines. So you got to give me 80s, 90s. That's 84. So, so tell me, when when was Shawshank Redemption? When what year? Shawshank was uh, 94. I want to say it was 94. All right. You thank you very much. How about how about um, but, but, uh, the usual but, suspects? Wait, h- hang on. The usual uh, suspects? But I was Again, uh, that's got to be 90s. Yeah, early, was like yeah, yes. Early night. Look, you have a few. You have Pulp Fiction in there. You you have Reservoir Dogs. There is there is there is some good ones, but that's when the remakes and the sequels started creeping in. And then into the 2000s is when you just the got original Ninja buried. Turtles. When was that? Oh, boom. <laughs> boom. Okay. You can't up. argue. You can't argue with that one. All right, cheers. But yeah, <laughs> cheers. But Jared, you saying you hate you hate Top Gun is going to haunt you for the rest of your life. I am not saying I hate Top Gun. I still have seen it like more than any other movie in my life. I honestly, a physical memory of mine was having the vinyl soundtrack of Top Gun and making my mom play it while I sat next to the the speaker and listened to the closing anthem. Uh, while eating peanut butter and jelly. J- JT saying that he doesn't like Top Gun is like saying he hasn't sucked a dick. It's just an inaccurate, inaccurate sentiment. He it has a Top Gun poster in his fucking house. Dude, Pew Professional, was... one of her best-selling t-shirts and article for clothing, is based off the theme I of Top Gun that he I designed. I didn't say I hated Top Gun. What I was saying is the best scene in cinematic history ever is f- from Paris with Love when John Travolta <laughs> oh, fucks up that Asian gang. Now, <laughs> 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 Jared, or, week or, after week, your movie selections <laughs> and your love of Peter Dinklage is still just so it, fucked up to me. It's so twisted. <laughs> it's so fucked. Oh God, I just can't get over it. I mean, it's I, I mean, it's it's almost mind altering. Man, man, god damn it. I mean, I, I, can we Top Gun again? Motherfucker, really? Just don't. <laughs> hey, you, here, here's something fucked up. Last week, I was supposed to go watch the new Hunger Games. Yep, Hunger Games 4, right? Yeah. Dude, here's the fucked up part, man. So I'm, I'm excited about it for a month because we bought the pre-tickets and everything. Well, I thought we brought, 
bought pre-tickets for all three of us. Yeah. I get home, they're in the car, and I'm like, scoot over, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive. Like, you, we don't have tickets for you. Oh, you got DX, bro? Yeah, yeah. So it's so just, the girls' it turned night? Out, yeah, it turned out to be a girls' night. Three tickets for the girls. You were all stoked about it. I know. It. Hey. Like, you left Was it sold us. out? Yeah, you know. Was it sold out? Because they were just, they were just, they were. Yeah, so I fucking, and I'm the only one who actually read all the goddamn books, and they fucking went to go watch the movie without me. You can read? Slowly, so, yes. so, <laughs> so, so wait, Rocco, was it sold out? You couldn't get a ticket when you got there? No, dude, by then I was so upset. I just went in the house and ate cereal and went to sleep. <laughs> I was so pissed. You had four bowls, though. Four bowls, jerked off twice, went to sleep. D- okay, but it when was... you hey, when you got home and, and turned on, on the TV to go to sleep, did you see yourself in a local auto commercial? i I just want to know because here's the thing i've been seeing this online i don't know if it's a hoax or if it's real and a lot of people don't know the real answer are you guys really doing fucking auto commercials down in el paso right now yeah man the guys the the boys are doing me a huge favor i uh, uh so after the movie i decided to me and North American Rescue, we just parted ways. Uh, it wasn't going the way we planned. I didn't, I couldn't move to South Carolina like they wanted and, and uh, the companies here in El Paso. So I decided okay. to pick up something local and so we can just continue to, f- to film and, and you know continue on with what we do. And so uh, one of the, our friends who's a veteran-owned business, he uh, decided he can pick me up and let me work for him. And So I just, uh, by yeah. association, obviously, if Rocco's going to be fucking off at a car, fucking... Dude, I think imp- it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're uh, just no, gonna no, go I think fucking dark with this shit. I don't care I think, if, if we ever get Brad Pitt big. I still want to do local car <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. So we have the freedom to really have the fun that we want, and uh, and in 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 turn, it's getting attention for his car dealership. Dude, he, so I, it's I, I was we were making this commercial like let's make it as fucked up as possible. It's like you have a fucking spare car that I can just fucking get thrown through the window, and he's like, sure, I'll pull a fucking shitty one out from back, and yeah, they, they let threw us me smash through a, a windshield. Here, oh, yeah. Here's yeah. another thing, Ross. Too, I wish you were there. For the meeting with the marketing director from the network that was going to host the commercial, because she's like, "Oh, I got some great ideas about this commercial." I just go, "No, we're not doing anything that you're going to do because I've seen them all and they all suck horribly." Here's what we're going to do: I need three jackets for Santa Claus. We're going to fight with each other out there. Just bring the camera crew. Don't talk anymore when it comes to commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean the, and, the, and, the genius yeah. thing is, so I saw the commercial and then I I saw what appeared to be Matt going through a windshield and it looked real. It didn't look CGI'd. So, no, well, yeah, so we do our own stunts. There's, there's something you have to know about Article 15 clothing. Any time or, or 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 company as a whole, everything we do is usually 100% accurate of like what you're seeing on film. They literally picked me up. It was Rocco and a professional MMA fighter that fights at Greg Jackson's in Albuquerque, um, New Mexico. And we're like, pick me up. And I just fucking throw me. And they threw me and uh, I went through the window shield and we called it a day. And here's the thing, man. We we practice safety as much as possible, but the, how safe yeah. can you be when you're throwing someone through a fucking windshield? I don't Whatever. even know what Rocco's talking about. We don't practice any safety. <laughs> yeah. so, At least, hey, hey, will someone get real fucked no, up if we do that? No, I don't know. Let's try it. No, the medic in me always tries to make sure like there's something safe, especially when Matt's doing a fucked up stunt. It's like, all right, bro, please, let's try and be safe. But At I least mean, have your phone charged. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fucked up part of it? I was more nervous about getting thrown into the car window because I don't have... I didn't have like any protection. Any well, not any protection. I didn't know how you guys were gonna huck me. I didn't know the other dude, but yeah, I, I was more scared about that than fucking grabbing on the skid of a little bird and flying fucking fifty feet in the air. That shit don't. That's <laughs> that, whatever. That was rad. But, but yeah, no, we the fuck off. And the commercial turned out great. Like the commercial looked awesome. I just didn't know if it was real or not. Um, oh, the fact 100%. that that's that, that that's actually airing in El Paso. 
It's and, amazing. And the station, the station did tell us that in all their years of doing local advertising, that was the greatest one they've ever seen. <laughs> and how was business? Did business pick up there because of the spots? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, here's the funny thing. I don't know how to sell cars, and I'm actually uh, the top salesman right now this month, so it's working. Yes! <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Cool. Hey, man, okay, got a house then, for them kids, brother. Uh, dude, I, hey, I hear any means necessary, man. Any fucking means exactly. necessary. Exactly. Um, I, uh, You know, I still have some store credit with prostitutes in the local area, so we were, we were coming up with some sales campaigns where if you buy a car, you get a free prostitute. Is it, is it store yeah, credit? Yeah, but, hey, <laughs> but, but you, you know where you're not going to do it is Costa Rica, because you were supposed to be in Costa Rica this week filming. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, right. What the fuck, JT? That's right. Listen, that wasn't what our happened? fault, actually. What happened? Um, that was just the coordination with the bean farm, like so. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, yeah, no insight. The that sounds like a, like a shitty cocaine deal. Like that's what like know, a, a right? coke dealer would say. No, we the had a problem with the couldn't come in. Yeah, well, bean, it, was, it was all the bean farm's fault. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to San Jose, Costa Rica. We got to at least know that we're getting picked up from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> they just bail on you guys or what? No, no, they just, you know, we had a bunch of questions. They didn't get back to anybody in time. E Evan and I just set Friday as the limit of advance. Like, hey, if we don't have info by this day, we're not going to do this. Because instead, if we did, we'd be jumping through our ass this week to get all the travel plans taken care of. Because we were, we were going to fly Jesse Merlin and Jim O'Hare out. So we're not going to leave them on the hook for this. But instead, Jesse is probably coming out here to El Paso to film for a couple of days. Yes. No way. Are you I forgot serious? to tell you that. Hey here's the thing. <laughs> That's JT awesome. schedules. Here's the thing, Ross. JT schedules a million things, and then we find out the day before every time. Well, it's more like he plans everything, and like you can't ever take things something serious. So it's like he's like, I already told you. And I'm like, well, 90% of the shit you say doesn't go through. <laughs> and then the ones that do, he's like, yeah, we had a meeting at fucking 3 p.m. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'll be there or some shit. Yeah, well, so I mean, look, when you, book a, when you book flights to Costa Rica and a whole trip to shoot cocaine coffee commercials... You should probably expect <laughs> that people aren't picking you up from the airport. That's probably number one. Where you're like, <laughs> yes. I'm going to have to find my own banana boat around the island and figure shit out on my own. Hells yeah. <laughs> that probably should be first and foremost. And uh, what, what's so the, that comes this? now. That comes now to our question for you. Jesse Merlin's coming here. We might be able to talk Jim coming here. Why aren't you going to be here? Yeah, what the fuck? What are the what are the dates, by the way? I, it could be the first week of December. You tell you tell us. Yeah, after after Black Friday weekend, we are open for business. Yeah, I drove hey, the twelfth. That's it. Jared, just remember one thing: Black Fridays matter. Okay. <laughs> Black Fridays matter. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, touching yeah, that. that's that's bad, Ross. You did that. We got a we got a police officer in the room. He got his nightstick out the second you said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is no normal police. No, officer. we actually do. We, we we're not gonna say it by name just because you know. But he is here sitting. He's drinking a in police fashion a Michelob Ultra. Matt's still on house arrest, and the only way they let him out of the house yeah. is if they had yeah. a cop. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got cut. State patrolman with him. I got caught. Ordering a tranny hooker, and they 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 booked me up real quick. So I'm on house arrest. <laughs> they but, they but, at least waited. To, they at least waited till we all finished. I said tranny. I said it's, it's a dude. It's pre-op. I mean, come on. What? <laughs> and, and, hey, and, but but more importantly, for people listening at home right now, the thing about Article 15, they really invite just I mean anybody over at any point every single night of the week, and you never know who's going to be over there drinking. 
You're goddamn right, brother. <laughs> we, we don't ever want to turn down somebody to have a good time. The that, Uber driver? <laughs> God, yeah, here, here, here you God, go, Ross. So Check this out. Up. Check this out. So Uber we driver? Wait, wait, wait. Yes. So, uh, real yeah. quick, who's in, the, who's in the room with you right now? You have a police is, officer? Right now, so, yeah, we have a police officer. We have uh, a friend of his named uh, Rachel. I don't know. So Stephanie. Was, yeah, Rachel, Rachel Stephanie. Stephanie. She's a she's a shoe fanatic apparently. And then uh <laughs> then you got the R15 crew. So it's uh, five of us in here and everybody's head set it up. Let me tell you this craziness. So one night we we're having a party at Matt's house. I forget what was the event for that. It was 4th of July. 4th of July. July, yeah, 4th of July. July. And uh, JT, he went ahead and tied one on. He was trashed that night because he was talking shit to me, and it was funny. I was like, wow, JT's talking shit. I might, I might actually punch him today. <laughs> and then out of nowhere. Well, when JT's out of his element, he, like, he likes to just like like pound drinks. You'll see him throw down like six fucking double fucking tonics. And you're like, he, yeah, Whoa. He's one of those guys that disappears and shows up in weird places. <laughs> and so this time, he disappeared. And we were like, where's JT? Where's JT? Eventually, he says, I'm home. We're good. I took an Uber. And then we find out the rest of the story later when Matt goes and gets an Uber about a week later. And the Uber driver says he knows exactly his buddy because he went and watched a movie after <laughs> yeah. he dropped him dude. off. Because I get pictures. He goes, hey, man, I, I had a, uh, picked a dude from his house up or whatever. And I was like, uh, yeah, uh, probably my business partner. And he goes, yeah. He like, we came in and watched some movies and shit. And I was like, oh, wow. It was, it's always like from Ted. I was like, is he are are they fucking like is uber driver at 3 a.m in your house watching a movie sounds real gay you know like, no I don't, i'm not gonna watch a movie alone on fourth of july <laughs> so, you, so you're gonna watch a movie with your uber driver bro dude he was cold <laughs> i think <laughs> you don't even know he was cold so let me ask, did he have the phone out? Was he waiting for the next Uber? Like, was he going to leave? No, no, he said he shut it off. He's like, I was like, we're going to watch Lethal Weapon 2. He's like, fuck yeah, and he shut Uber off. Lethal oh, Weapon fuck. 2, bro. Yeah. Lethal Weapon <laughs> He went for number two. a couple dudes watching hey, Lethal Hey, Jared, what, what year did Lethal Weapon 2 come out? The 80s, motherfucker, the 80s, dude. Oh, the fucking 80s, Ross. Touche, bitch. Whatever. <laughs> Never Evan's Story came out in 1992. I love that. Chew on that one. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> Atreyu! <laughs> We're going to meet Atreyu. We're going to meet Atreyu. When, when, did, when did the first Aliens come out? That was like 88. Okay. 88? Yeah. Uh, you, you, these are all you know. 80s. These are all 80s. That's, that's the Uber drivers 80s. love 80s I, movies. I got more 90s in here Bitch, somewhere. I was born in the 80s. I got more 90s. When Taxi come out? When you're, that's way 80s, fucker. Fuck! <laughs> I think Rocco hates the 80s because he was born in the 70s. I was born in 81, bitch. Whatever, you old fuck. <laughs> Listen, oh, actually, idle, idle hands. It. Idle hands. I <laughs> tweeted I tweeted Devin Sawa the other day yeah. after I watched Idle Hands. Did, he, didn't, did, he didn't tweet me back. Hey, Jessica Alba. Uh, dude, hey, speaking Game of Devin over. Sawa, I got, I got in a fight with Devin Sawa when I first moved to Los Angeles. No Wait, no, wait, way. Wait, 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 wait. Like like, like Hollywood yelling match or actually No, fight? no. Fist <laughs> it's fight, completely different fist things. Fight one, fist fight one punch and then we, we got thrown out. Uh, no there was a, shit. There Ross was a comedian. A boy. It, he throws down, you know? He yeah. Takes, yeah, I was, I, I was a bouncer off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, Tells I was him his bouncer. dad owns a dealership. <laughs> I was a bouncer all through college, so yeah, I took uh, both layers of Abercrombie off and then went after him. But uh, no, there was a there was a comedian friend of mine. Hollywood's got hot spots every single night of the week in L.A. So you're only cool if you hang out at this one bar on Mondays, another bar on Tuesdays, but they're all designated. So we went to the the one cool bar on a Thursday night. We roll in. I got a comedian friend of mine named Bert Kreischer, who's got a, a bunch of shows on like the History Channel and things like that. Um, 
called Bert. The, he was on a show called Bert the Conqueror for a long time. Really funny guy, overweight. He walks into the club and just immediately takes his shirt off. So we, we walk <laughs> over to get a table. Well, no, He's, I love let's this story. Keep, I'm, let's keep the story I'm, going. I'm laughing at the story. I fucking love it. The story's amazing. He's shirtless. Bert, Bert is shirtless in, in the hottest nightclub, like the trendiest nightclub of the night. You see like Joaquin Phoenix, a bunch of people, because it's like, a, you know, a hundred of the most uh, famous, trying not to be famous, but definitely Just, still want you to know they're famous, you know, yeah, celebrities. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, uh, Devin Sawa, those were his coke days, and he was, all, he was all gacked up, and he was like, hey man, why don't you put a fucking shirt on, man, that's gross. And and Bert was like, no, you know, this is just me. This is my my own, you know, natural skin. This is who I am. And then he popped <laughs> off and said, man, come on, you fat fuck. Like this isn't. It's not funny or whatever. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he was dating Topanga from Boy Meets World at the time. God, I was in love with her when I was younger, dude. So Topanga was with Devin Sawa. And oh, okay, I, okay. I, and at this point, I was I leaned over and I was like, come on, man, that'd be like me saying, take Topanga back to the valley. Because Topanga Canyon was over there, right? And it was a, it was a Topanga. It was a play on words, very clever at the time. Because Topanga very Canyon, clever bro. At the time. Topanga exactly. Canyon. I got uh, that. I lived in that shit, man. I lived off Topanga Canyon. Hell he yeah. leaped over the table. I punched him in the face. The bouncers came and broke it up, and and that was it. And that was that was Devin Sawa. Wait, 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 wait. Here, here's the redemption of it. So I go in. I two weeks later, I read for. Uh, Eminem had a secret music video and you read for this music video and they gave you the song the night before. And the song was Stan. You remember that song, Stan? Yep. Yeah. Dear Stan. So I go in, I kill it. I knew all the words, crushed it. And they were like, dude, it's yours. We're going to give you the call time. You're going to be Stan. And I was, I, I mean, I was amped. And it was, it was right before the new guy. And I was like, oh my God, I was a huge Eminem fan. This was going to be a huge break. So uh, you were actually going to play Stan in the Eminem I I was actually video. going to play Stan, yes. <laughs> These stories and, are so fucking good. You would be so much cooler if that actually happened, Ross. Wait, 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 wait. So, so I, I, I'm i all excited. I'm about to go to sleep because you got to be, like, we were on set super early the next day. It was it was like, you know, 5.30, 6 a.m. My call time. I get a call around 11, 11 p.m. that night. Hey, so we're really sorry. We went with somebody else. Uh, the director really liked this other actor who was a little more famous than you and didn't think his schedule would work out because he was out of town, but he is. And I was like, oh, who is it? Devin Sawa. Oh, Congratulations. That? That Devin Sawa is fu was fucking Stan. Uh, well, guess so, what? You know, I think Ross is still cool. Yeah. yeah. He's you still You punch him in the fucking face. Listen, nothing has to do about notoriety in this fucking world. You're more of a man than he hey, is. Hey, so at win. this point no, right no, now, no, Devin. But, but, so my agent, because my, my agent my agent, and uh, their, their assistants were there at that, that club that night, and they were like, well, that's karma, motherfucker. You, you don't just go punching people in the face in Hollywood because you never know what's going to happen. No. Sure Whatever. Well, guess what? He, now, look at look at where Devin is now. Hey, hey Devin, if you yeah. ever listen to this, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Devin Fuck Sawa. That's motherfuckers on my fight on sight list now. Yeah, yeah. boom. Devin boom, Sawa, bitch. you are no longer awesome. Check yep. it out, Devin. Fuck you in your couch, bitch. <laughs> when I punched him in the face, he had idle hands. Like, he did not raise a hand at all. So. <laughs> Dude, that's Hollywood for you. They don't, they, they don't raise you hands. You biggity bitch, Devin Sawa. <laughs> yeah, I don't Dude, I can't believe I had your but... Teen Beat poster on my wall. Oh, wait, what? Why did you have that? What the fuck, dude? Dude, he, it was a good picture. He was wearing firefighter gear. Hey, cheers to the boot campaign. Yeah. Cheers. cheers to the boot campaign. Cheers.
Cheers. Hey, I will say one thing about the boot campaign is that that is that place where celebrities really do put their money where their mouth is. You know, when when 100%. when Matt and I went yeah. to the the boot comedy jam, uh, Happy Madison and Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider, David Spade, those are are large celebrities, both in the eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Yet, fuck the nineties. Yeah, stop. So, uh, yet those guys donated their time that night to do something specifically for raising patriotism, raising military awareness, stuff like that. And that's amazing. If you guys don't know what the boot campaign is, it's a great organization. It's a, it's a charity organization which has one of the lowest overheads that mainstream charities have. And uh, Joey Jones is... Um, Excuse me, I'm wrong. He's the chief operations officer, I believe. Yeah, no, that's what he is. That's yeah, he is. yeah, he is. And he, J- Joey, is a double amputee, a Marine EOD guy. They got both his legs blown off, and like kind of the most coolest spirited guy out there. He's just legit motivated every day of his life. So much fun every time we get a chance. Hey, dude, that guy is he, amazing. He, he likes to drink. He likes to work you, out. You fucking pushed him down in our movie dude. like a dick. <laughs> yeah, I dude. saw it. I felt so I bad. I saw it. But, I, but you know what? He had a smile on his fucking face. I picked him yeah. up. We hugged. Overall, I'm, I'm it's, a, it's a great organization. They're doing great things for veterans. And uh, Let Slingers Whiskey actually is kind of, we're trying to get a sponsor of them just to help them out what we can with events and stuff because they're Definitely. good people doing good things. Um, so if any of those guys on the, on that side of the house are listening thank you guys you guys have been a fucking inspiration for a lot of people and us so thank you yes sorry i got serious for a second but you cheers know, yeah, to I love the boot campaign fucking, cheers again, again cheers motherfuckers again. cheers again hey ross it gets better every time ross it's it's been a little bit been a <laughs> i cry oh, man. Every time I all right people walker all right people walker shut up everyone shut up <laughs> shut up i'm getting emotional that, that's God, ross and i's song oh, i love it because because when i leave i you know, I leave, but I never go. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, when I die, I want you to play that at my funeral. I want that to be my walk-off song, even though it's a like it'll just be our moment and just blare it over the over. I'm a gonna hold box. it. I'm gonna hold it on a 1980s, not 90s, fucking boombox. If, if excessively high. Ross, if you die, I promise I will spend seven days on creating the most realistic Ross Patterson fucked all. For your life. Oh, oh hey, life. yes, dude. Hey, we yeah. know people. Yeah, we know. I'll, people. I'll get three D printed shit. Like, here's what I want. I, Wait, know. how do we get his dick hard when he's I, dead? I, I, we'll I figure it. it out. Like, yeah, yeah here's, hey, dude. Here's what I want. If I die, I, I know we can make this happen in this day and age. I want some kind of mechanical instrument while everyone's doing the viewing. I just pop up and turn my head at them. Oh I just pop God. up and turn my head at them. Yeah, oh real God. quick. Like a Halloween yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And all my Puerto Rican and Mexican family thinks I'm possessed, oh, right? Oh, my God. It's, yeah. it's a sign from fucking Jesus and all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, they, I want them to freak the fuck out, dude. That's what I want. I want a hologram. I want a, tra- I want a hologram so it just travels with you. Hey, Why can't film, I? Uh, yeah, we should film your. Let's film your hologram now. Let's. We should film your hologram. Let's film your hologram now, dude. Maybe, maybe you're doing like the fucking Macarena or some shit, and we have that motherfucker on hold. Maybe your hologram is reading your own will, and you keep giving names to people that uh, in your life think that they're deserving of something from you, <laughs> but then you tell them that they're getting nothing <laughs> with <laughs> a dance. Like <laughs> read, read the eulogy, dude. That's so awesome at your own funeral. Damn, over and over again to, to Bill Thompson. You get you get the, my 1973 Trans Am. I'm kidding, Bill. I hated you. I hate. I never liked you, Bill. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey by God. the by the way, Rocco, you want to hear something really fucked up though? Oh, don't tell um, me. You're gonna hurt my heart. What? No, no, no. Th- this is cool, but in a, in a morbid, morbid way. A trailer just came out yesterday for the new Robert Rodriguez movie. 
I love that John Malkovich. God damn it. Uh, same here. Sorry. John Malkovich wrote it. Mal- John Malkovich is the lead in it. It is not coming out for 100 years. So what? a company, a company fully financed the movie. Oh, fully I love financed that. the movie. Release the trailer. And what they did was. They took a guess at, at what the future was going to be like in a hundred years. They shot that, and then at the end of the trailer, John Malkovich just looks into camera at the very last second, and he goes, "My name, my name was John." And then that's it. And you're like, "Oh my god!" So Dude, it's not coming that's... out for a hundred years. There's no way they're bullshitting, right? They're bullshitting. No, no. because yeah, Wu Tang Clan's doing something crazy like that too. That's genius. Yeah, w- the, the Wu Tang like Clan that. thing is it, is amazing this? too. What is yeah. Wu Tang? Let me let me know what the Wu Tang Clan is, because dude, Rizzo, your Razor hit me with the major. My, my they're they're doing, a, if I'm incorrect, they're doing a whole album, and this is not even short, like right? Forty Ross, songs, forty songs, and then they're doing something where one person gets the the distribution rights to to that. Yeah. So what what they did was they, they were Wu Tang Clan recorded an entire album. They did an auction. It I want to say it was Sotheby's. The highest bidder got to keep the album on vinyl. And they're allowed to play it for as many people as they want at listening parties, but it cannot go public for 88 years. Uh, it's something in like the Shaolin way or something like that. But they can they can play it for as many friends and family around the world or at events. So if they want to rent out a concert hall and play it, they can do that. But it cannot go digitally or they cannot reprint it anywhere for 88 years, and then after how, the 88 how much, years, how much up. money did it get for that, dude? I think it was only two mil, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it was a couple million um, only. But, I mean, uh, I'll take a quick two mil. Fuck. Yeah, man. but no, still, that's no, I know. Hilarious. That's genius, dude. That's but, awesome. Yeah, and exactly. And I you, say we have Jared blow it. a dude, and, it, and you can't put it on the internet unless you pay me a thousand dollars. No, no, no. I think I like the better idea. What is it that we all come in one, 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 one? Oh, one yeah. Pub, go ahead. We throw it. Yeah, yeah it's yes. called the turkey baster, man. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jared. Explain That's the this. ultimate competition between men. Yeah, yeah. who's you, more manly? You all blow into a cup, and then you drip that into a chick. Yeah, no, you got to no, blend it. You got to blend it first. Yeah, you got to blend it first, or else first, first, fair competition. Stir it. I mean. But you know, you get like seven dudes, so it's a good like four yeah. and a half ounces. Yeah. And then you pour it in, and then you know, ten years later, you do the paternity test. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, the manliest. Mother I don't think it would take ten years. Out. I think you would know what the baby looks like of yeah. who it was. Well, I think I think it would zone it down. You'd be like, well, it's definitely black. There was three yeah. fucking mixed color dudes if, in if, the in the mix. Yeah. If it needs a C-section because the chin is huge, it's definitely <laughs> it's mine. Definitely Rocco's. Yeah. If if it's kicking at the stomach because it's got a fucking douchey ass fucking ego, it's probably mine. <laughs> if it comes out with a beard, <laughs> yeah. Now if it comes out with a huge dick, obviously you know it's my baby. <laughs> There's only one. Only one can have a big dick. Only one, one can have the huge dick in a podcast. That, only that, that one them's the rules. In the world. Them's the rules. And hey, and also. Gentlemen, there can only be one drinking bro of the week. So who is oh, the drinking bro? Oh, that week? is that is such a good segue. Hey, dude, I like to. I like. To, let me do this. You guys don't mind? Yeah, this is you, man. Well, we, yeah. I think. Uh, I think we give this one to Mike Russ. Oh, Mike Russ. That All is right. a good Cheers one. to Mike Russ. Mike Russ. Cheers. If you guys don't know things about Mike Russ. Mike Russ joined us uh, from the beginning, and uh, has joined in several of the groups. Helps admin a lot of the groups, and is just a huge, huge supporter of what we do. He's been there for Ross. He's been there for us. He showed up to our South Carolina when we did the thing yes. in Durham. Yep. It was Durham you, and South Carolina. You know what I like about Mike, too? Uh, he's always positive, man. He's just got a good attitude. He doesn't play into that fucking petty bullshit. He's always I have, just like I a, have a secret about Mike. I want to know it. 
he eerily looks like my dad. Oh, he yeah. <laughs> dude! Every time I see him, I like that's why I, I think I'm he's always get a little flustered because I'm like, God damn, you look like my dad, bro. <laughs> like, I bet he is. Your I just want to give him a hug, <laughs> but he's always smiling. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> dude, I love the dude, man. So, hey, so this week we're gonna go ahead and give the the Drinking Bros uh, honorary roll to uh, Mike Russ. Mike Russ, Heck yeah. For cheers to Mike. I'm a little drunk if I Mike Russ. Wrong, cheers, cheers to Mike Russ, sexy motherfucker. So the dream bro of the week and is essentially one guy that we uh, uh, or a girl or, or girl. girl last week. Whoever it is, you know, yeah, it was Mary Dig. Mary Dig was last week. Yeah, uh, Mary Dig was. We last fucking week. love her like a fat kid loves cake. But just a shout out to somebody that's doing well in the community, helping their brothers and sisters out, and uh, just being a positive, inspirational figure. That's what we like. We we like happiness and we like motivation. Strive to be the drinking bro of the week. Nominate yeah. yourself. That's not that's not narcissistic at all. You know, I actually I actually motivated Jared this week to go fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm gonna just say this. There's <laughs> guys there's guys that are on the list for the next few, you know what I mean? I mean, I could just throw oh, a couple, yeah. I, I mean there's, there's tons so of guys. So yeah. So if we didn't name you yet, don't get discouraged because I'm telling you, man, you guys, the drinking bro group has been insane in supporting what we do and keeping the the morale up by drinking, having a good time, and keeping that positive message flowing. And giving people friends, too. A lot of people have found Networking. new friends. Oh, we, hey, one of a, I won't name a name, but a close friend of the crew actually just got a new in a new relationship. She's super happy about it um, through Drinking Bros. That was really cool. That's yeah. outstanding. And, and here's so she's got some dick. She got, she got fucked. She's mm, getting a siege. <laughs> Ross, Ross, I actually I need to get something off my chair. Chest. I lost, a, not, and not a, the taco sauce that's on his chest from earlier. It's still fucking it's, there. It's, it's disgusting. It's burrito. It's yeah. burrito. Yeah. Jesus. Go ahead. I lost a two pack of Magnums while we were on set for Range Fifteen. <laughs> Just wondering if anybody <laughs> saw them. I'm still looking for that three pack of Magnums that I'm missing. One. I'm missing one. <laughs> I'm just mi- there's one from the box that I'm missing. And- you you guys are missing condoms. I I ate two pieces of gum on, on, on set. That is disgusting. Two pieces of gum tasted like both. Two this, pieces yeah. of gum. And, the, and I did this not final share. segment's called Inside Jokes. Yeah. Inside yeah. Jokes. It tastes We're like no- for eight hundred. President's Day. So you know what I do, Ross? Because I don't have a huge slung. I have a potato dick, and we all know this already in the group. But uh, I actually get just regular Trojans. I cut them out of that, and I put them inside the Magnum bag just so I don't feel so insecure. It's good. And she won't be they disappointed until they see until is until that, that gold wrapper, yeah. and they go, "Yeah." And, and if you guys it's know, psychological. Yeah, and Article Fifteen has been working on a new project called Condom Rings. Yeah, it, it feels. Well, you probably weren't in on this yet, yeah, but it's just the it's the, just ring. the rings. It it's feels, not the actual condom, yeah. so the girl thinks you're wearing one. Yes, <laughs> yes, oh, and God. it feels so just real. the ring. <laughs> 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 Fuck safety, right? You know. <laughs> The Lord of the Condom Ring. Just the one ring is all you're going to get. The Lord of the Condom Ring. It's the Frodo. It's called the Frodo. Dude, that's the ad campaign. We should make fake advertisements. This is like the fucking fake business. We talked about that on last episode, I think. Knuckles, give me that. We talked about that last episode, I think, about the fake business. We do fake fake, uh, marketing. Fake products that don't exist. We now have our product. Do you need more beer? Well, all right, guys. Yeah, there's plenty of beer. Plenty of beer. Well, Ross, I think we're getting to the point of this episode. We have Close we've, us out. We were just having we are, some we fun. Are, we are, we are. So having... to all the drinking bros out there, find uh, find a box of Magnums, strap up, drink one on tonight for Matt Bass, Jared Taylor, Vincent Vargas, a.k.a. Rocco, and Ross Patterson. 
Thank you for listening tonight. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we always love you guys. We fucking love it. Thank you for the support. And uh, let's just have a good time and enjoy the fuck out of life. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. Deuces.